0: And Welcome to the seance room where we communicate with our dearly departed and the occasional annoying frustrating but friendly office ghost the seance room is a place where we all come to discuss everything and anything under the paranormal umbrella so stay with us join hands and enjoy the episode. Hey, folks. So, um, today we're going to go back to my favorite website, um, Backpackerverse, and I'm- we're going to read some ghost stories. Um, I think I'm going to do two in this episode. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. I got a feel. I got to feel for it. So, this story is called Escaping the Forgotten Phantoms in the Abandoned Subway. Um, So, we'll see how this goes. I'm not proud of the fact that many years ago, I was a juvenile delinquent living on the streets of a major city. Having fled a turbulent home at the age of 15, I took off with my piggy bank, a backpack, and with high hopes. A month later, I was scrounging for food and hard-pressed to find a suitable bed. With, when nighttime came around, I made friends on the street, called Mia, a 17-year-old girl who became like a protective older sister. We enjoyed investigating abandoned buildings and scaring the hell out of each other by telling scary stories. One night, it was raining hard, and we stumbled across a gateway, across a tunnel that led an abandoned bu- subway. Sorry. Something told me that it wasn't a good idea, but it had nothing whatsoever to do with the breaking of the law. Mia pushed forward and dragged me with her, getting us out of the rain, but into a dark, spooky series of tunnels. It took time for me to get used to the basic sounds like dripping water, squealing rats, and far-off chains of metal. But what I couldn't get used to were the blast of icy air disembodied voices and the shadows moving across the walls. We both stopped in our tracks when an angry voice rumbled loudly. I grabbed Mia's sleeve when we heard, get out of here. We both screamed and ran for our lives. The thing was, we were lost in seemingly endless tunnels and every turn led us deeper into the subway. Finally, Mia grew tired and when we came across a dry section with an old mattress. She decided that we would stay. I cried and I pleaded with her, telling her that I didn't want to sleep on a dirty mattress, but she was indigent, indignant. Watching her lie down with her head on her bag, I resigned myself to sitting next to her and staying awake. She was soon fast asleep, and my senses were heightened as I strained my eyes and ears for, a kind of, for any kind of threat. It didn't take long for the shadows to appear, some darting across the corners, others slowly peering out of the corners. I jumped when I saw an apparition of an old man in overalls and a helmet walking toward us, glaring angrily. He was transparent, yet very real to me. So I looked to Mia and tried to wake her up. She continued snoring. Shaking, whimpering, I asked, What do you want? He stood three feet in front of me and growled. I froze when he continued walking right through me, leaving me chilled right in the core and screaming. Mia stirred and punched me in the hip before going back to sleep. It wasn't long before more ghosts came out. I tried to shake her and yelled, wake up, look, but she ignored me. Then I saw three people running around, two women in 1920s clothes looked like they were running to catch a train, and I saw a homeless man. Thinking it was very ass, I asked him. Please, can you help us? He turned and he shook his head and then disappeared. Finally, I screamed in Mia's ear, I'm leaving. This woke her up, and even though she complained, she came too. As soon as we started running through the tunnels, a bunch of shadow people rushed past us along with other ghosts. One young man, who looked like an old fashioned policeman, yelled as he flew by, You'll never get out! We screamed and cried as we made our way in what appeared to be an exit which was barred by an angry nurse. She was cackling like a witch as she skidded to the halt. Suddenly Mia stiffened then she slowly turned to face me. My flesh crawled when Mia's eyes grew as big as golf balls black and creepy. Then she walked off on her own tunnel. Oh lord. Why did you walk off in your own tunnel? That's dumb. And I screamed and pleaded with her to come back. I don't know, I'm not proud of it, but I was so scared, I just barched through the exit door and onto, and into the rain leaving Mia behind. I was terrified, I didn't know what to do, but I somehow made my way to the nearby police station. I frantically told the officer at the front desk what happened. He said they will look into it, but I don't think he really believed me. As far as I know, they never conducted a search for her, but why would they, right? I mean, to them we were just a couple of delinquent homeless kids. I never saw Mia again. Crazy. Um. Very interesting. To be honest. I liked it. On a spooky scale. I give it. An 8.5. On the spooky scale. On Denise's spooky scale. Uh. Let's see. Terror in Victorville are dead locals coming back from the grave. Ooh. I'm just kidding. So, again, like I said, this is a story from the Backpackerverse. um, And it is basically not local to where I live. But it's Victorville's going toward... Las Vegas and Barstow off the 15. So, Terror and Victorville are the dead locals back from the grave. Mm -hmm. Now, let's see what this has to say. If I can get my website open. Okay, there it goes. Victorville, California is home to a most disturbing road. Each year, residents in town report seeing a myriad of different spirits walking along El Ivado Road during the night. Huh, never heard of that name. But I probably butchered it, I'm can I speak Spanish? Jesus Christ. Even those who have yet to see anything paranormal along this road believe that it is the no it is known as the home of the dead little girl. According to the local story, it is said that a little girl once got hit by a car and died on Ivaldo Road. Now it is her paranormal stopping ground. The area has attracted so much attention that even the team of paranormal investigators visited the road. Now one of the team members managed to capture the whispers of a little girl admitting that the spirits like to wreak havoc on that road. Corey had heard about these rumors when he moved to Victorville a few years ago, but wasn't sure quite what to believe. Now, it seemed that everyone had some story to tell about Haunted Elvado where it became just statistically improbable that everyone was telling the truth, he said with an amused shrug. Now, Corey decided that the only way to know for sure would be to investigate the rumor for himself. It was a Saturday night and... I hoped he stood up by a date, he admitted. I decided to drive out there, park the car and take a couple of pictures. That's how the curiosity killed the cat. Keep that in mind, folks. Now it seemed like a moment I pulled over the road gave up an undeniably creepy vibe. Of course I was always of course I was also there to hunt ghosts, so I suppose feeling apprehensive is fairly normal. True, it is. But I wasn't out of my car for 10 minutes before I heard the sound of someone screaming. Not that far away from where I stood. Yeah, it's those screams that get you. You're like, what the? Yeah, those. Now I try to remain calm. Oh my lord. Every time they mention I try to remain calm. Something goes wrong. I try to remain calm as I hollered back, believing someone was hurt and it needed help. that's what you don't want to do you hear somebody screaming and you see nobody chances are it's a ghost but things quickly took off took a turn for the worse when i heard the same voice begin to laugh at me at my sincerity see told you people it's just a ghost who likes to make fun of people Something about the laugh made me realize I was not dealing with an ordinary person. I couldn't move. I was so frightened, Corey said, shaking his head. I started to feel strange sensations in my back, almost as if someone was slowly pouring cold water down my spine. I looked around, desperate for someone, anyone to drive by and see me paralyzed in the road. All I wanted to do was shut my eyes, make the fear go away, but I kept them open, knowing I did not want to see anything well you are out there ghost hunting i was looking around when i saw the glimpses of shadow people appearing and disappearing out the corner of my eyes i started to yell it wasn't real over and over again as well i as i willed my body to move eventually it took a step then another step I began to sprint awkwardly back to my car, terrified that the horrible woman would show up and grab my feet as I ran. Since that night, it does not embarrass me to say that I have become one of those Victorville residents who avoid El Evado Road. Sorry, there's Demon Dog again. Um... you always gotta wonder these people go to locations and you don't know what you get see sorry i'm just trying to um figure out the next story because every time i go to backpack verse they have these really awesome stories that it's kinda hard for me to pick which one I wanna read. So we're gonna read again from the backpacker verse. These ten genuinely haunted forests in California will terrify you. Now if I can get my iPhone from stop going in night mode, I would appreciate it, iPhone. Okay, so let's begin. Forests and woods are often priest Present perfect for a creepy night with friends. There are many forests in California, but some of them are even far spookier than others. Consider checking one out, right? So I believe that we're going to find a couple bucket list items here for me. Now these 10 forests are known to be riddled with paranormal activity. So grab your ghost hunting tools and hit the trails. Now, just don't say I didn't warn you, fuckers, because then you'll be like, "Ah, Miss, High told us to go, and you all go and get scared. Okay, so let's go. Number 10. See, this is... I've always wanted to go to this particular forest because they have some awesome trees. And number 10 is the Redwood National Forest, Oric. Now this is a beautiful park popular forest. provides multiple routes where you can be in the mood to challenge yourself to a nine-mile hike or looking for a scenic and easy way to across the beach now it says that there are robed and hooded figures who walk through the trees now many returning visitors who have seen these mysterious entities have reported suffering from Chronic migraines, shoulder shutter-inducing visions, uh, for months afterward. Robed, hooded figures. Hmm, that kind of reminds me like the druids. Interesting. Bucket list. Coming in number nine: Lassen National Forest, Hat Creek. Now. Blaisen is one of the national parks in Northern California, and as much these beautiful locations that you'll never forget. Now, sulfur works has boiling mud pots that are fun to check out. Okay, anything with the name sulfur, I don't want to check out. Okay, sulfur is not good for you. That's just gonna make me think that there's evil coming around because of the sulfur smell. Um. Be sure to keep venturing down the trail until you reach Bump Pass Basin. Bump Pass? Or Bum Pass? I don't know. Bum Pass. We'll go with Bum Pass. Basin where there are many colorful streams and ponds for pictures. Now if you're looking for things to do in Northern California, be mindful of the yellow colored orbs in this area. Some people have reported suffering from seizures the moment they reached out to touch the bizarre balls of fire. First and foremost, people, why the fuck would you even go and remotely touch an orb or these balls of light? Why? Didn't your parents ever teach you, if you don't know what it is, don't touch it? Apparently not. Ugh. Now, coming in number eight is Cleveland National Forest in San Diego, California, which is about a two hour drive for me. So not that bad compared to the like eight hour drive to the Redwoods. Now, Cleveland National Forest is a fantastic place for those who are looking to get away for, uh, from the noise of San Diego and prefer sounds of a target practice. Okay, i rather do the noises of San Diego than target practice. Um, those who are in the mood for a hike should hit Lawson Peak Trail. Trail, I'm sorry. Are you one of those friends interested in ghosts? Well, be sure to explore the trail right after sundown. Chances are you'll encounter an apparition of a woman who lives in the forest. Now see, how do we know that there's actually a woman that lives in the forest? It could be. There could be an actual lady living in the forest and everybody thinks she's an apparition. For those who have seen her have reported that she has one bloody, only bloody sockets where her eyes should be. Okay, maybe they're hallucinating, I don't know. All right, here's another one that I wanna to go to and it's about a six hour drive. Coming in at number seven is the Sequoia National Forest in Porterville. Now among the forests in California, Sequoia National Forest is the most well-known. Those who are looking for the perfect view shall climb Morotok to really enjoy the wide expanse of the forest. Now you climb Morotok around midnight. Legend has it that the head of separation has been seen standing at the top. Now for those who approached it... Have reported that the attempts to grab bystanders as it screams and jumps from the edge. Again, why would you want to walk toward it? I mean, some people are stupid or are they born stupid? Are they, you know, a few peppers short of a, a full dozen? What the hell? I'm like, okay, never mind. Never mind, I'm not gonna start. Hide, calm it down number six is el dorado national forest in placerville again that's in northern california it's about a 68-hour drive from los angeles give or take now as far as northern california attractions go el dorado is home to many reservoirs that provide a perfect quiet place for a romantic getaway with your loved one okay first and foremost i ain't gonna go there for a romantic getaway I don't believe in that stuff. That's too mushy for me. That's disgusting. That's gross. That makes me want vomit. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go look at the trees in the forest and be one with mother nature and probably find me some ghosts. But do not take me anywhere and, you know, give me a romantic dinner and romantic gateway. Because I'm going to be like bah humbug. I'm going to go do something. I'm going to go find me some ghosts or something. And I'm serious. I don't do romance many people are like what you don't do romance I'm an IT INTJ we don't do that shit now you can enjoy the crisp cool waters and local climbing sites year round see perfect cool waters I like the water I like the streams I like the lakes I like the ocean Uh, I've never been camping but there's always a first now if you stay at the campground near crystal basin be wary of potential late night visitor Uh, Jason? Because we do have a crystal lake this way. So, um, could it be Jason coming to get you? Never know. A ghostly figure wearing an antiquated suit has been seen wandering the campsite to campsite. A few unlucky campers have recently reported they saw the figure looming over them in their tents, holding a knife over their heads. I'd be like, excuse you? I don't think so. Number five, Tahoe National Forest. Now, Tahoe is toward the other end of California. Well, like west toward um, a little bit of, I believe, above San Francisco, I think. So, Tahoe National Forest. Spanning over six counties, Tahoe is the forest that has much to offer and explore. Now, um, be sure to take your bravest friends to the Pacific Crest Trail around three in the morning. Now, again, why do people go out at witching hour and then they experience all this shit and then start complaining like, ah, it's possessed me or I followed me home and yada yada yada. Why? Why, why, why? People don't learn. Sorry, I'm ranting because a lot of this stuff, ugh, people are idiots. Rumor has it that a creepy black mass has been known to leap in front of hikers shrieking. Oh, that sounds like my ex. <laughs> okay. Number four. Los Padres National Forest, Santa Barbara which is about a four-hour drive for me. Well, three, four, depending... It, it could be two to three, depending on how fast I'm driving. Three to four if I'm like, eh, in the mood. And if there's really shitty traffic on the freeway, it could be like six hours. Los Padres is a beautiful span forest spread along the coastline. Oh, um, and trust me, if you ever are in California and you want to take a drive drive up the coast drive up like driving up PCH oh my god the view of the pacific ocean is beautiful you can see dolphins out if you you know stop at the right time you can see dolphins pop up and and whales and stuff like that during the migrations it's really beautiful it's an excellent place for walks and hikes or just a getaway from from it all for a few hours i was expecting them to say a romantic getaway i was going to be like shoot me now um is someone in your family interested in ghost hunting we'll have them check out los Prietos campsite late at night you can see the specter of a young girl with a broken arms wandering in the area crying when one unlucky camper was dared to speak to the girl he claimed, he claimed to be to become demonically possessed by her spirit until he was blessed by a priest. Okay. Alright. I don't know about that one. I'll have to get back to you my opinion about that one. Now this one is like maybe a 20 minute drive from where I am. Angeles National Forest, Arcadia. And mind you, I go here a lot. Angeles National Forest is made up of over 700,000 acres of trails, trees, and desert-like terrain. And it was on fire. Um, side note, Angeles National Forest. Um, we, we recently, in August-September, August, September had massive wildfires and Angeles Forest... Uh, lost a huge chunk of terrain um, to the fire. I think it was like over 40,000 acres or something like that. Um, The shitty part is that when the rains come that turns into mud. That begins mudslides. And a lot of the cities um, at the foothills of the the San Gabriel Mountains where is where Angeles National Forest is um have to evac because about like maybe three years ago four years ago we had a massive winter with rain and houses were destroyed just like up in Santa Barbara with houses being destroyed and everything like that that's how it was down here and um it got crazy it was like damn see that's the one thing you don't want to live you don't want to build a house on a mountain you don't want to live on a hillside and you don't want to live on the foothills because earthquake fire rain and mud those will be your four enemies um be sure to take a road trip to angeles forest highway just be sure to avoid the road right before the sun rises. Recently, local residents have reported seeing a misty white apparition that suddenly appear on the road in front of your car. Some people have gotten into accidents as a result. And yes, that is true. Um, I was there with my friend six years ago. We were collecting rocks and stuff like that. And I like... Um, Geology, so we were chilling at a like a like park, you know, where you park your car and everything. They had these really beautiful ponderosa pines, and the bedrock on this one cliff was so cool. But the sunset was sitting, so you know, I've been going around grabbing samples, taking pictures because I was gonna text them over to my friend and have him explain to me. The the geology of it, and um, we were coming downhill. Um, We were high up, and we were coming down. And as we were coming down, we saw these little white balls of light that would float in the middle of the canyon and then disappear into the mountain. And we were like, what? So we try to follow it. And it would it would be like quick. It would go from one side to the other side real quick. And we were like, no way. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? And he was like, yeah. I go, that can't be an orb. That has to be something else. I'm all like, UFO? Because Angeles National Forest is also known for UFOs. So we were sitting there, like, he's driving, and we were like, hmm ufo or what is it and then as we were coming down we're getting closer to the entrance to the canyon it literally stopped like at the entrance and it disappeared and i was like this is this shit is mad crazy it was crazy because every time we took a turn it seemed like it turned so it was it was mad crazy I recommend the Angeles National Forest if you want to go visit there. St- um, Stanless National Forest and Sonora. Now, of all the forests in California, this one is the most secluded. Ooh! Enjoy a array of campsites and picnic grounds and escape the humdrum of everyday life. Ready to test your bravery? Now, be sure to, to uh, send them to the Erika River? River's reservoir? Rumor has it that the apparition of a little boy has been seen in the water. Um, and those who reach out to rescue him um, come back with large, large, severe boils out over their flesh. Gross. And coming in at number more uno. The forest of Nisen? 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 And Aptos. Um, it's a great place to enjoy for those who enjoy a rigorous ride of mountain bike or just taking the glory of nature. I'll do the glory of nature. Don't get me on a mountain bike. Do you enjoy the paranormal? <laughs> be sure to be on the lookout for apparitions hanging from ropes in the trees. According to a local legend, the forest was once where several women were accused and hanged for witchcraft. I thought they that was over with the Salem Witch Trials. Don't look at these ghastly women in the eye. Rumor has it they will curse anyone who dare looks in their black eyes. Interesting. There's a couple locations here that I've personally been to. um, And the rest are bucket list. Um, I would go and investigate them if they were closer. But, you know... I like to enjoy the drive, and anything drive up the coast would be more than happy to do, but um to make a six hour trip during the day and then do a ghost hunt at night and stay and sleep in my car with my bad back and my arthritis, and then get up in the morning and drive six hours back, yeah, no. I'll send somebody up there and have them record it and FaceTime me as we're doing it. <laughs> as they're doing it. Um, so, those were the three stories from Backpackerverse. Again, there was some beautiful color commentary in there um, by yours truly. So, I hope you enjoyed and stay tuned for the next episode. Bye! Have you ever wanted a podcast that... Um, is multifaceted. Um, that your hosts are cool and down to earth. You know, they talk about everything under the sun, including the kitchen sink. But they also are real. You know, well, let me tell you about table muscles now. Rob and Wolf are co-hosts, and Rob is a good friend of mine. Um, They have a really cool podcast that, um, like I said, covers everything, you know. They do conspiracy theories, they do um, shout-outs, they um, support uh, an uh, an organization or an awareness for the month Um, if you um, are um, going through a rough time you know they make themselves available you know you can hit them up with a direct message on Insta their Facebook page Um, I don't know if they have a Twitter yet Um, but they're a really cool podcast, two really down-to-earth guys that um, keep it real, you know. They're there for you, um, they talk about a lot of different things, so their podcast has a little bit of everything. Um, make sure you go check them out, it's Table Muscles, they're on every platform, they're on social media. Um, Let them know that um, Ms. Hyde from what the paranormal sent you. And um, go show them some love and and support. They're fairly new. But, you know, let's show our support. And um, they have a little bit of everything. So, you know, they may have topics that you really enjoy. So go take a listen and see... What they have. Don't forget, they're called Table Muscles, and they're on uh, social media, and um, they um, are on all the podcast platforms. And don't forget to tell them that Miss Hyde from What the Paranormal sent you over. Thank you. For joining us in the SAMs room. I hope you enjoyed the episode today, and I would like to thank all our new listeners, all our current listeners, and all our future listeners for joining us. With that being said, please like, share, and subscribe our podcast. We are on all platforms from Apple to Spotify to Castbox soon to be iHeartRadio so you can probably find us on all uh, podcast platforms if you have any stories you'd like to share please go ahead and email us at whattheparanormal1977 at gmail.com we'll take a look at your story and we'll read it if you would like to follow us on social media we are on YouTube Instagram Facebook and Twitter. You can also leave us a message via the Anchor app. The link will be listed below. And with that being said, we close the sans room. We hope you all have a good day and keep it ghosting.